Welcome to Living Life on the Max with Keisha B. Spivey, a weekly podcast that will challenge you and encourage you to live your best life yet. Hello there, this is Keisha Spivey, and I'm so excited that you join me today for Living Life on the Max. We have been talking these last few weeks on overcoming stress, and I have challenged you to look in the mirror. I've challenged you to look at the things that you're doing that's creating stress. I've challenged you to eliminate some distractions. I've challenged you to stop looking at the pressure and the stress in your life from a victim mindset. Because you can be victorious. You can overcome. You know, so often we talk about, you know, coping with stress. Take a walk. You know, take a bath. And those things are great. I am all for those. I'm all for self-care. But there's a lot of stress that we have in our life because we flat refuse to take personal responsibility for the decisions that we're making, how we're spending our time, who we're aiming to please, and what we're trying to accomplish. So if we got focused, if we made some changes, if we realized the amount of stress that we create ourselves, that I like to call that self-inflicted stress. And we started being honest about the pressure that we put on ourselves, and we start dealing with those things. I believe that we can navigate through what we consider pressure, what we consider stress, and we can get to the other side of that thing. And we can not only learn how to cope with it, but we can overcome it. Last week, I talked to you guys about learning to focus on one thing at a time. And I talked about the issues of multitasking because really what multitasking does is just lets us do a whole lot of things at one time, kind of messy, not very excellent, just kind of getting through. And I think so often we get comfortable with just surviving in the midst of our madness and our mess and our stress that we don't realize that we are called to a life of thriving, that we are called to a life of advancement and promotion and becoming better and being able to accomplish things, not all for personal gain and not all for personal reasons, but I believe for for purposes bigger than ourselves. And so last week I talked about how Jesus lived focus. He had interruptions coming on every side. People were always trying to stop him. They wanted his attention. Everybody had a plan B for him on what they thought was best, but he stayed focused and he didn't drift into what I call the permissive will. He stayed smack dab in the perfect will. Why? because he knew what he was aiming to accomplish. And something else we learned beyond knowing what he wanted to accomplish is that he didn't try to do it all himself. And that's where we're going to pick up this series today. As we're talking about overcoming stress and overcoming pressure, we're going to talk about why are you trying to do it all yourself? You know, why are you being a lone ranger? Why are you trying to carry the world on your shoulders? And I'm not talking to you today from textbook. I'm talking to you from sheer experience because I've been there. I've done that. And all I know is that it created so much unnecessary stress and so much unnecessary pressure on my life that I sometimes didn't know if I was coming or going. You know, one of the reasons we get so stressed out is because we think everything depends on us. We literally put all the pressure, all the cares of the world, everything that's wrong in everybody else's life, all these things that we think we're supposed to be doing and fixing, we literally put it on our back. And it's like we walk across a football field, you know, all padded up, carrying all this on us, like we have something to prove and we don't. You know, this series, I've been using Jesus as the example because I can't think of a better person who had to deal with pressure and stress and overcoming and becoming and staying focused. There's not any other one 
out there. But also, as we're thinking about not trying to do it all yourself, Jesus also is the perfect model. Why? Because he recruited, he trained, and he equipped people around him to help him share the load. He delegated work. He got others involved. He created a team as imperfect as they were, as flawed as they were. His team had some goofy people on it, but he still had a team to help him accomplish the assignment. You know, why is it that we don't do this? Why is it that we feel being a Lone Ranger is so honorable and we want to put that on our chest and run around like a crazy woman or crazy man with, with this cape on our back like we're some superhero? Why is it that we do that? Why is it? The first reason is perfectionism. The first reason is perfectionism. We think, we think if we want it done well, we have to do it ourselves. If you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. Like I said, I done been there, done that, got the t-shirt, y'all, and I have the scars. I have the scars that go along with that. You know, you have to realize there's only one of you and you can't physically, mentally, spiritually or emotionally do it all. You can't. So why is it that we suit up like we can? We can't. It's a really egotistical attitude that says nobody but nobody can do it the way that I can. That's ego. That's pride. And I ain't judging you. I'm talking to myself. I can remember just as clearly as day, my husband saying to me one day, Keisha, there are other ways to do things, and yours is not the only right way. In my mind, the way I wanted it done was the way I wanted it done, and I wanted it done right. So instead of asking people to do it and then they not do what I want, I just do it myself. But then what I realized, that egotistical, prideful attitude was forfeiting the goal of what needed to be accomplished. If it had to wait for me to do it, it would either get pushed back further than it should have been or would have been done not even at the level that I wanted to do it because I had so many other things that I should have been doing or could have been doing, but I chose to do that thing because I was too prideful to ask for help. You know, could Jesus have done a better job than his disciples? Of course. But even knowing that, he still let them do the work. He still let them fall. He still let them make mistakes. Why do you do that? Because people have to learn. And the only way to learn is by doing. And so, so often when we're, mind, our mindset is that of perfectionism, we're hindering other people from growing in who they could be and accomplishing what they could accomplish and discovering what's inside of them because we're hindering the process because we believe we can do it better. Yes, Jesus could have done it better, but he didn't. He allowed the people he had chosen, the people that were surrounding him to help him carry the load. And he showed us what this looks like through his discipleship model. Yes, they were all messed up. Peter would cut you and cut you. They were all messed up. Judas, we already know, betrayed him. They were messed up. Thomas doubted. They were messed up. But guess what? He still used them. I'm messed up, but he still uses me. You're messed up, and he still uses you. So what about the people around you? What about the people that are connected to you? What about the people he's assigned to you to help you carry the load? But you're so consumed with you. You're so consumed with perfection. You're so consumed with your ego that it's hindering the process. Don't get in the way of what could be accomplished 
because of your mindset that you are the only one who can do it. Don't allow the extra pressure and stress that you're putting on yourself to do something that you're not even supposed to be doing. Become something that's driving your life instead of allowing the people around you to help you. Reason number two is insecurity. I know it's another word we don't want to talk about. Perfectionism, insecurity, I'm already making you mad, but I'm just speaking truth in love here because this is why we don't allow people to help us. This is why we're stressed out. This is why we're overwhelmed. This is why we can't get things finished. This is why you're mad at everybody because you can't do it on your own. So again, that second reason I just said is insecurity. Why? Because what if I turn this responsibility over to someone else and they do it better than I do? You're insecure. What if they do it better? What if they have a better idea? What if they get all the credit, but this was really my idea, but I asked them to help? So it goes back to pride, goes back to perfectionism, and it goes back to this insecurity. But the truth of the matter is this, and we've been talking about this for the last few weeks. The possibility is threatening to many of us, but... You won't feel threatened if you know who you are, if you know who you're trying to please, if you know what you want to accomplish, if you're focused on the thing that you're supposed to be focused on. This entire series has been about overcoming stress by being true to who you were destined and designed to be. So much stress is on us because we're in everybody else's lane. We're doing everybody else's work. We're trying to please the wrong people. We are living with broken focus and operating according to that. We have got to be, be, get back to the place of being true to who we are supposed to be. I want to give you a real talk moment. Think about this. In order for us to be effective, in order for us to minimize unnecessary stress and pressure, in order for us to remain focused and keep the main thing the main thing, we have to share the load. Your shoulders are not broad, broad enough, and they're not strong enough to carry the world. You're not designed for that, which is why you live in a limp life, which is why you're walking through life bent over. You're not designed for that. Sometimes asking for help is the bravest move you can make. It's brave because it makes you vulnerable. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of wisdom. Yes, it's risky. Yes, it's humbling, but it's necessary. It's necessary. Who has God sent into your life to help you carry the load that you're not utilizing? And you're feeling the weight of it. You're feeling the weight of it in your attitude. You're feeling the weight of it in your heart. Bitterness is creeping in because you are mad at everybody else who's going on with their life because you feel like you're being slowed down carrying this weight. Who's supposed to be helping you? And what are you holding on to that keeps you from allowing other people to help you carry the load? You know, for me, y'all, I'm going to be honest, it was dropping my baby. It was dropping my baby. Let me explain what dropping my baby is. One of the reasons why I was doing things that I should have been asking other people to help me do is because so many times I'd ask people to help and I had delegated tasks and they dropped my baby. What do I, that, the vision or the thing that God had called me to do, the project that I was supposed to be working on, the ministry effort I was supposed to do, they dropped it. They took it and said, I got you. I'm with you. And they dropped it. They left me hanging. They didn't, they didn't come through. They didn't finish. They weren't excellent. And what happened was I had to realize I was judging everybody else's possibilities by their past mistakes. And what I also had to realize is, wait a minute. I'm not putting my trust in people. 
I'm trusting God to show me which people can help me carry the load. I'm asking God to show me which people can help carry my baby, who can help me get it from here to there, who can help me care for this thing, who will protect it and be mindful of it like I was. I had to heal. And then I also had to make sure that I wasn't putting unrealistic expectations on people who were helping me. Was I giving them what they needed to succeed? Was I giving them what they needed to finish the task? Was I giving them something that they could own and be proud of their efforts? I had to realize it wasn't just them dropping the baby. Maybe sometimes I handed them the baby and the baby wasn't wrapped up. Or maybe I handed them the baby without the instructions. Maybe I handed them the baby and I wasn't clear. So I had to realize, wait a minute, it wasn't all on them. I could learn from how those situations were handled and I can do differently, but I could not keep nurturing the vision. I couldn't keep moving toward destiny. I couldn't keep carrying the big mission without allowing people to help. I had to have help. I couldn't do it alone. Jesus couldn't do it alone. I can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. We're not designed to do it alone. We're designed to do it together. And I believe there are people in your house. I believe there are people in your life. There are people in your, on your job, on your mini, in your ministry, on your team that desire to help you carry the load. The question is, will you allow them? Will you minimize the stress and all these things that you're putting on you to be everything to everybody, which you cannot do? Would you acknowledge that? And then ask people, humble yourself and ask people to help you. And the more you're able to release, the more you're able to delegate, the more you're able to share the load, then the less stress will be in your life. The less stress you will create. And that's what we have to do. We want to overcome stress. We got to minimize it. We got to stop creating it. We got to stop putting it in our life and then blaming everybody else for it. So next week, we're going to be talking about creating a new habit. You know, the only way we can truly, truly change is if we deal with some of the old habits and we replace them with the with new habits. And next week, we're going to target in on one habit that I believe will completely change the trajectory of your life. It'll change how you view and deal with stress. It'll change how you see pressure and it will allow you to live and enjoy your life. You only get one. There's no do over. There's no take two. So the life you've got is what you've got. So we have to release ourselves from all this unnecessary pressure and learn how to enjoy our journey. So next week, I look forward to connecting with you as we continue this series. And until then, do you to the max. God bless you, and we'll chat next week. Mm -hmm.